And now enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. everybody and welcome. I'm S. Sadie Burbank. And I am Lacey Montoya. And you are listening to Don't Get Us Started. Before we do actually get started, I have to share something with you. Okay. I got We got uh, takeout Chinese from Panda the okay. other day. And Orange I want chicken, yum. Yum. And uh, some kind of spicy beef thing and pepper chicken. And, oh, it was real good. Anyway, um, I wanted to read you my fortune because okay. I think it's really cool. It says, share your abundant humor with others. Well, <laughs> so that's why we're here. Yay. Yay. Ha ha. Wasn't that hilarious? <laughs> and then, uh, because we are reminding everyone that this is, um, breast cancer awareness month, October yes. is. We are spending a little bit of our time in each show talking to you about uh, breast cancer awareness on account of we both think it's very important. Last week, uh, we stumbled onto a question that we didn't know the answer to, which was, do men have get mammograms like women do? You know, do the, the tit-smashing right. thing. And so I Googled it, and... Here's what I found out. Men need to know that breast cancer is not limited to only women. Well, we knew that. We right. talked about that last week. And then there are some possible signs to uh, watch for. Uh, lump or swelling, that's typical uh, with women as well. Skin dimpling or puckering. Now, remember last week we talked about looking at your breasts and seeing if they... Uh, become misshapen or change shape or anything To get to know like your that. body. Well, with a flatter chested woman, or in the case of men, they they refer to skin dimpling and puckering. Uh, dimpling would be just like, you know, when you have a dimple on your chin. Right. Then all of a sudden you'd have one on your breast. That wasn't there before. That wasn't there before. Or it would pucker, which I guess that's sort of self-explanatory. Nipple retraction or turning inward. So I I don't know, but they're saying that could indicate that something's going on. Redness or scaling of the nipple or breast skin or discharge from the nipple. Now, it does say, too, sometimes a breast cancer can spread to the lymph nodes, so you should always check around your arms, collarbones, under your arms, um, and so on. Uh, even before um, the breast tumor is, or the a tumor in the breast is large enough to be felt, it's possible to feel uh, lumps or bumps in those areas too. Uh, and it also says these changes are not always consistent with with uh, cancer. Uh, a lot of uh, men have breast lumps 
that uh, they're called gyno. Oh yeah, sure they are. Gynecomastia. Oh, that's badly pronounced, and I'm sorry. Um, anyway, it's a harmless enlargement of breast tissue. Uh, and they say too that if you have any of those other signs, uh, that does not necessarily mean cancer. It can be lots of other things, right. but it is something you would want to have your Checked doctor out. look at. And then it does say that, uh, to, to get a really good, uh, test of whether or not you might have breast cancer, mammography is often more accurate in men than in women because Why is that? because men don't have dense dense breasts or other common breast changes that women might have that would interfere with the test such as fibrous Okay, tissues. I have a question for you. Okay. I know why women have nipples. It's for breastfeeding our babies. Yeah. Why do men have nipples? Um I'm not is it really just our sure. Genetics? I think it might be that um uh, Jesus, I don't really know positively. I'm thinking that it might be like, um, you know, we have a clitoris, right. which is sort of like a miniature penis. Right. So maybe men's nipples are s- sort of a a, um, a female, um, what do I want to say, a, like breast, but because they're men, they don't develop. Milk because when they do have sex change surgeries or mm-hmm. whatever, one of the things that I have heard they do, and I've I've kind of looked into this a little bit, uh, is that they take female hormones. If it's yes. a man going to change to a lady, right. a female, um, and one of the things that the uh, taking of the hormones does is it helps them grow breast yes. tissue. So um what I'm what I'm thinking is it's a sort of a recessive breast as it were. Like our clitoris is a recessive penis. Right. Sort of. But I'm not positive. Yeah. It's know. just one of those. I don't know. But m- men do have mammograms and in fact when I was was I was watching because there's a website connected with this particular not a website, a link connected with this website which was actually cancer.org, and it shows a man having a mammogram. Okay. A female technician uh, takes But this his, man would have to be a, a, he a would, chunkier man. He was a little chunkier, and he definitely had what I would say is about a 31 or 2 double A breast. Okay. I mean, he had breasts. A flat-chested guy, I still don't know how they do it. Yeah. I really don't. There's but nothing there for them to put up You would to think squash. not. But, I, you know, I, I can remember for years I've, I've bit, I piss and moan every time I get mine done, which I'm getting done this year or this month, by the way, later on in the month. And every time I'm in there, I'm always bitching about, you know, if men had to go through this, they'd, be, they'd find a better way to do it. <laughs> well, in fact, men do have to go through it, and they still haven't found a better way to do right. it. Right. But, and it's probably a hell of a lot more painful for a guy yeah. to go through a mammography than it is a woman, because you know, if he's We not, got more to flop up on the table. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't have a breast, I don't know, you know. But I don't want to discourage any men from having mammography if they uh, if they think that there's a need or investigating the possible, yeah, investigating the possibility of having one just because it's uncomfortable. Because 
However uncomfortable it may be, it is a brief discomfort and far less than what could happen if there was a cancer there. Yeah. So, yes, I've men do have mammography. And a grandmother passed away from breast cancer, and it's not pretty. No, it is not. Not at all. Uh, they also do uh, breast ultrasound. They do MRIs of the breast. Um there's so a, that's probably how the flat chest women get theirs done then. It's probably an MRI. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, and of course they do, uh, um, uh, biopsies just like, again, like with women. And, and there are lots of other tests that can be done. So the whole idea, we don't want to belabor the point, but the whole idea is to encourage men and women to be aware of, um, their breasts and, and the possibility that there may be developing something in there that you need to have the doctor take a look at. Right. So that's that's it on breast cancer for this podcast. Just be aware of your body. Yeah. Yeah. And and take care. Yeah. So other than that, I don't have too much to bring to the table today. We've had a nice day. It's been yeah, it's lovely. Been cool, nice fall weather. Yeah, for I, a I'm really We're ready for hundreds. fall. I know that in another six weeks, I'm going to be pissing in Mona because it's too fucking cold. But right now, I'm relieved it's to happy have weather. It. I'm relieved. Happy, happy. Relieved and looking forward, I guess I am looking forward to the holidays. I don't know. You know, it's 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 kind of weird because the older you get, the, the more frequently they seem to come. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like. Jesus, you can't. When you were a little kid, it's like, is Christmas ever going to come? Now as an adult and in as a mom. August, in August, there was stuff out for Halloween already yeah. in the stores. Yeah. In fucking August. Yeah. You know. They pushed it a little bit too harder now. You think? You know, plus, you know, Ernie's already looking at the Halloween but now candy. Halloween right. is almost here, so all that's probably put away. Now it's Christmas stuff. No, well, no, actually, the <laughs> Halloween stuff is still out. I just bought my gourds the other day. You know, I told you I uh-huh. don't buy uh, pumpkins too much. I buy the the funkiest looking weird, right. weird thing I can find. Well, I found these really cute little gourds. They kind of look like um, you've seen Nemo, right? Yeah. Finding Nemo. Okay. Well, I don't know if you remember or not, but there's one of the little kids in Nemo is a little pink octopus, uh-huh. and she swirls and, and she talks uh-huh. about how one of her Tentacles is a little yes. short, but you can't notice if I swirl uh-huh. like this, you know. Well, I actually found some gourds that look like that. Aww. So I have a couple of those. They're orange, but I forgive them. And then, uh, and then I just got this round green one. And then I found this really cute little pumpkin. It's just about the size of a softball. And its, um, stem curls up and and over and kind of makes a little curl, like Aww. a like a curl of hair, and it's really cute. And so the, I have those so sitting on like the microwave. A, a little locker curl. Yeah, yeah. Lock so it's sitting on the microwave. I haven't drawn a face on it yet because I'm so bad at drawing. <laughs> oh God! But I I probably will. I'll I'll try to do it with pencil first, and uh-huh. then if it looks decent. I've seen I'll... on the internet. You know the vampire teeth, the plastic vampire yeah, teeth. Yeah. They're cutting out the little tiny gourd pumpkins. And putting vampire teeth in their mouth. Well, it is so cute. damn cute. That'd be cute. I could get some of those. Yeah, 99 cent store. Yeah. Well, you know, one year I had, when I was still working at the hospital, uh-huh. I, I glommed a uh, little baby cap, uh-huh. you know, the ones that they put on the newborns, mm-hmm. and a binky. And I took, what else did I have? I think I had eyes. No, I didn't have eyes. I don't know. Anyhow, I put the little baby cap on the top of the pumpkin and then 
cut a hole in the pumpkin Shove a little bit and put the binky there. in there, so it was like a little baby. Aww. It was really cute. Did you take a delivered delivery? No. You should have. No, because I took the hat from there. I didn't want them to know, <laughs> <laughs> to know I <clears throat> glommed the hat. But in any case, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me for Halloween. Ernie, I was already wanting to buy the candy. Yeah. But, you know, I told him, A, we hardly have anybody come to the house for candy. Well, that's the whole point why he wants and to buy it, because he can't have it. So, I well, know. shit, the kids didn't like, come. <laughs> B, you're diabetic. Right. Okay, so why don't we buy... Candy we don't like, and then we and just a little of it, and we can give it away to whoever comes, and then whoever doesn't come, I'll just bring candy over here and give it to your kids, right? <laughs> My and, kids don't uh, go trick or treating. Yeah, well, I have for obvious reasons. Yes, yeah. but it's one thing my children won't won't have. There's too many sickos out there. There are a lot. Yeah, so I don't uh, I don't like to to stock up on, you know. But he always wants to. Buy Always wants to buy the little one bite, you know, uh-huh. which is really two bites. But anyway, he always wants to buy those um, Snack fun bars. Fun bars, they call them, uh, Snickers and and uh, you know all the chocolatey good ones, you know. Uh-huh. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> that's not smart. That's okay. Grandpa can buy them and bring them over here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, Jay likes he likes Snickers and oh, stuff, yeah. doesn't he? So, so what I do is my kids get a pumpkin, like the kids would carry around for trick-or-treating. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, we, the plastic one. Yeah. yeah, and mom and dad just put little goodies in it, Yeah, and we can watch movies, and yeah. they can just, it's safer than going door-to-door. This is just me. Mm-hmm. You take your kids, that's you. Mm-hmm. This is me. Um, There's too many sickos out in this there world. There are a lot. We, I would rather buy my candy from the store. And knowing that know some that sicko safe. has not shoved a syringe in there and put some kind of poison or drug in it, it's gonna yeah. harm my kids. There's uh, unfortunately there was a guy lived in our neighborhood uh, several years ago, who um, I can't remember the details, but a kid I think a kid just came like trick or treating. Okay, and this guy, for whatever his reasons were, got upset and. He wound up actually, uh, I think he beat him up or whatever. Anyhow, the and kid, this is in our towns. Yeah, in oh. our in my neighborhood, and oh. kid died. It was really sad. And is all the little boy was doing trick or treating. Yeah. So you know, anyhow, uh, I'm sorry, that's sad. When when the few kids who do come to our house come, like the little girl across the street right. comes every year. Um, and now she has a baby brother. Right. And he is, um, almost nine months old now. And he's such a, oh, he's such a cutie. I love macking on that kid. He's so much fun. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, they'll come and then we have a new neighbor next door to her and across the street. Okay. And there's like, I don't know, three or four boys okay. that I have seen hanging around that house. I assume at least one of them is theirs, right. if not all of them. So I expect they'll probably come. But there are not that many children that live on our street. Okay. Uh, once in a while, we we have kids come who get dr- driven in. You mm-hmm. know, mom and dad will drive them to a neighborhood that they think is it's a safe, good place right. to go uh, for for candies or whatever, and they'll let them out. And then sometimes they get out and walk with them, and sometimes mm-hmm. not. And it's it varies from right. you know year to year. We never know for sure how many we're going to have, but. I think buying the candy the first week of October is a little It's not going to make it to Halloween. Yeah, it's not. No. Not, and I, I like to get the, uh, what do you call them, Tootsie Pops. Okay. Because I like those. So I buy the, I like to get the mix. 
that has all the icky stuff I don't like uh-huh. and Tootsie Pops. Uh-huh. So I take the Tootsie Pops. Uh-huh. But and then Ernie shouldn't have candy anyway because he's diabetic. The only time I buy candy early is at Christmas time because I like their their almost like a taffy, but it's mint flavor and they're chewy. I don't know that candy. It's made by the bee who make candy. Oh, are you talking about bit of honey? No, 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 no. no. And they got a Christmas tree in the middle of its green. Around it's white, then it has white and red stripes. I don't know what they're called, but damn. Oh, saltwater taffy? Kind of like that, but it's a, it's a peppermint flavor. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, oh that's yeah. only, that's only candy I buy early. Yum. Cause yum. I buy those all month long. Yum. Well, now I'm hungry. <laughs> so. There's fudge on top of the microwave. You want a piece? <laughs> no. No, no. Grandma's being good, girl. We just went to the gym, remember? Yes. Gotta be good. Yeah, but. Yeah, Hubby's but... gonna go get me a chili Ronald burrito. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I don't. I'm making stir fry for dinner. Yum. It's like dinner. <laughs> dinner. Dinner. <laughs> hint, hint, hint. Yes. Lacey, so Lacey told me she downloaded something about yeah meals. I like. We tried to segue into I'm it smoothly. Freak. But it didn't I'm not happen. a weirdo, but I guess you can say that I like. Things I don't know things about. I'm intrigued by serial killers. Um, the motivations. Yes, mean. yes. Not why they them did it particularly. No, I don't yeah. want nobody to be hurt. I'm not. No, you're not. But that why? Sick. <laughs> what motivated them? What? What was their last trigger? But on Facebook, I found um, Nancy Grace posted this. It's so serial killers' last meals. That is hilarious. And then it gives a couple of them in Florida. Just serial killers' last meals? They didn't ask anybody else's last meals? No, that's really weird. Because they're on death row. Yeah, well, a lot of people are on death row that aren't serial killers. Oh, yeah. It says serial killers' last meals. Okay, that's cool. I was just confused. Death row. Okay. Okay, so if you live in Florida and you're on death row, your food. That you ask for cannot cost more than $40 for the ingredients. For your last meal. Yeah. $40. Yeah. So I guess surf and turf is out, huh? Yeah. No steak and lobster. Oklahoma has a similar rule, but the budget's only set for $15. (laughs) $15? In early September, a convicted killer, Anthony Banks, was served three apple pie, no, excuse me, three apple-filled bear claws, pastries, Two bottles of water for his last meal before he died on lethal injection. That was his request? Yep. He wanted uh, apple-filled bear, bear claw, claw. I never pastries. Even, you know, I'm a bear claw aficionado, all right? I never had I an apple-filled one. I have had bear claws all my life, and I have never had an apple-filled mm-hmm. bear claw. But two bottles of water? I didn't even know they made apple-filled. I don't think they do make apple-filled bear claws. I think somebody... Called mm. it a bear claw. It was probably just a an apple pastry. Yeah, an apple fritter. Yeah, or something. California. Woo, woo, Three yes. fair claws and two bottles of water. Yeah. That was his requested last yes. meal. Yes. Dang. Yeah. What would you not not to not to no. interrupt your 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 I don't know. I love seafood. Here, but what would you what Be- would you? Being I live in California, I get fifty dollar budget. 
So I want bucks. Some, yeah, yeah, I want some steak and lobster. Hell yeah. And a margarita. Yeah, I, I, well, I want lots of margaritas. I want so many margaritas that I really can't tell if I'm eating the steak or the lobster. Right. I mean, if it's my last meal, I don't think I want to be terribly sober <laughs> for it or anything else thereafter. Yeah, but beans in California, we get 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Yep. You can get a lot of margaritas for yeah. 50 bucks. Of course, I'm a cheap drunk, so <laughs> me too. <laughs> nowadays, wouldn't really take a whole lot, but yeah, I think I'd go for steak and lo- I like Caesar salad. Uh huh. Love salad of any kind. I'd have to have some salad. Yeah. Um, gotta have some kind of good garlic bread and some French really fries. I love my great French fries. Garlic bread. Yeah, French fries would be good. Um, that'd be just about as good as any. I, you know, the thought of having to actually have a last meal is sort of scary and depressing in a way yeah. but anyhow what let's like, go ahead and go on with then, some of the other guys and see what they had um oklahoma 15 bucks yes damn what about texas i know they're they're johnny on the spot getting rid of their death row inmates um texas where did i see that at hang with me kids okay let's do this one this one's pennsylvania they're only allowed to pick from a menu of available items, so they're not going to go out of your way to feed you. So <laughs> You can have bread and water, or you can have water and bread. Uh-huh. What do they mean, available items? Available where? So whatever's in their kitchen, in their... In the prison kitchen? Yes. Oh, man. That okay, sucks. this man... And there's no dollar amount given for, for, Pits, for no, Pennsylvania? No, no. Just whatever's available Dude. in your kitchen. Okay, don't go up on first degree in Pennsylvania. Okay. Okay, Texas. Yeah, Texas. That's right. Okay. How much? This man in Texas, um, H. H. Holmes, was executed on May seventh, eighteen ninety six. Um, he, he had a different menu to choose from in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. He asked for, this is a Texan's inmate, he asked for his last meal to be, the list goes on, two chicken fried steaks smothered in gravy mm-hmm. oh, with I I like sliced onions, yeah. triple bacon cheeseburger, <laughs> a cheese omelet, a large bowl of fried okra. How long did he have to eat? I know, huh? Um, I love fried okra, too. I don't know what this, there's a word missing out of my, it says oh. share over the top of it. It printed out weird. Oh, okay. Something a hump. And then <laughs> something a what? A something me, a hump. Let me see. But you can't read it. Let me see it. if I can read it. Right there? No, below it. The word's been oh. messed up. It's, it's not that I can't read the word, it's hup. been. Oh, yeah. Something hump. Yeah. yeah. I don't i got no idea what that is. Okay, then three fajitas. Three fajitas. fajitas. Wait a minute. A fajita isn't a fajita. Fajitas is a is a dish of, of chopped or sliced up meat and vegetables. vegetables. Wrapped in a tortilla-like thing. Well, if you choose to wrap them up, right. I suppose they meant three wraps of fajitas. Yeah. Okay. A pizza. a pizza. A pizza. In 18... This was in 1896. 96. Jesus. Okay. A pint of Blue Bell ice cream. Okay. What flavor? Doesn't say. Oh, man. A pound, a pound of barbecue meat. Any particular 
kind? He didn't nope, say. Didn't Could say. Be pork, beef, or mm. whatever. A slab of peanut butter fudge with <laughs> crushed peanuts and three root beers. Where, where, he was in Texas. Yes. Okay. Guess what? He didn't eat none of it. Really? Yep. He didn't he just eat made any them go of it. to all that trouble just because yep. he could. <gasps> um, on oh. the outrage of the letter from the sen- state senate letter to the TD- TDCJ ended a trial. To who? Yeah, I don't know who the T. Texas Department of something, maybe? Correctional Justice, maybe? Yeah, right there. The the Texas Department of Criminal Justice. Criminal Justice. Okay. Oh, he wrote a letter to them? Um, on the outrage letter from a state senator. Oh. Um, the traditional practicing allowing criminated inmates to request their final meals is now served the same dinner as everyone else in the prison. So he fucked that up for everybody else. Now, your last dinner is what everybody else in the prison is eating. Let me see that for a second, because there's a word there I didn't recognize that you read. Uh, one outrage letter from a state senator later ended the traditional practice of allowing condemned inmates to request their final meals. I don't know what that word was. I don't see it in here now. Maybe it was one you made up. Okay. So anyway, so now nobody can nobody gets to pick. No. They get what everybody else in the prison's eating. See, I forgot all about chicken fried steak. That's one oh, of my I total make, faves. My father in law has done past, but he I loves chicken my fried. I make it all the time. He loves my Yeah, that would have steak. to be on my list too. Well when you started talking about all those different things, I'm like, how the hell could he eat all that food? Yeah. And it might be that somebody should have said something at the time. Did they actually make oh, all that food? Oh, wait a minute. There food? was more food that he asked for on this page. Um, Holmes was served a breakfast of boiled eggs, dry toast, and coffee. He was... Uh, maybe David messed up when he printed this for me. Doesn't sound like you got all the pages. No. What about those pages on the table no, it's there? No, the same thing, but oh. the ink was. Okay. Well, he had oh, breakfast. Well. He had breakfast, and then he ordered everything in the house and didn't eat it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, what about Texas now? Is there anything about Texas now? That was 1896. Is there anything yeah, more contemporary? Yeah, I think it's still the same. I think they just get served the same. Um, in the, other states. What do you mean the same? Same as what? All the other inmates. They don't get a special one. Oh, menu. they don't get a special one. No. Oh. In other no states where meal. death penalty is still practiced, the last meal tradition remains through, although, remains although there are some limits on to what prisoners will offer. Those restrictions are often referred to price and availability. Yeah. So, Okay. And then in Florida, like I said, it's $40, but the ingredients have to be purchased locally. So you can't have a lobster flown in from Maine. Well, you know, in all fairness, I have to say that I'm not so sure that the last meal thing is appropriate anyway, after all. Uh, but this right here says justice is going for to be served. Killers. 
when the person is executed. But can we not show a softer side? <laughs> well, I don't know. Did they show a softer no. side when they murdered? When they killed or did whatever so. they did, their victim didn't get to have their last meal. I don't think so. But then I'm sort of a... I'm kind of a vindictive type person when it comes to that sort of thing. I figure if anybody needs to show anybody compassion or whatever, that's what God's there for. In the meantime, mm-hmm. a serial killer who is definitely a serial killer who has brutalized and, and whatnot, now I show them no mercy, nor do I um, have any compunction about sending them to their uh, death with uh, without a special meal that's you know that's sort of the right they gave up when they started being stupid and serial killing if you said you're interested in what motivates serial killers yes what kinds of things have you found out does motivate or do motivate serial killers have, have you studied that at all or no you're just, just curious like with about it? charles manson um i have spoke to you about that before yeah, well, Charlie's insane, so we have to assume that sanity or the lack of sanity plays a distinct role in some serial killer's actions. Right. Uh, but um, actually, I suppose in a way, it's probably all of them. I'm, you know, There's I'm, something I'm not a clinical psychologist, so I can't say what uh, factors there are that motivate someone to do something like that uh, to my way of thinking it's insane activity right. whether clinically whether it's considered insanity or not i don't know like i said i'm not a psychiatrist um are i think it's i think it's kind of funny to see what the what they would actually request for. do you remember the serial killer arlene what how do you say oh, her last yeah. name? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure, I do. I watched uh, Warnos. Yeah, yeah. She. They made a movie about her. Yes. Very, uh, Charlize Theron. Huh? Charlize yes. Theron played she her. She played her, yes. She was awesome. magnificent in that part. She was magnificent mm. in that part. Arlene was offered um, her prison standard barbecue chicken meal. On the night of her execution, execution uh-huh. she turned it away, later asking uh-huh. only for a cup of coffee. Yeah, well, I guess she wanted to stay awake. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, if it was me, I think I'd want to be shit-faced, but that's just me. I enjoy being shit-faced now and then anyway. So, <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I think I'd want to have a drink or two. Some really nice gin would be good, rather than a margarita. I like margaritas, don't get me wrong. I love them. But I think some really excellent gin would be a lot better. And some great olives. Yum. I love um, I love the big green olives with the pits still uh-huh. in them. Love those. Yeah, that'd be good. I could go for that. I could go for that now. I think I'll have a glass of gin when I go, a glass of gin? What do you want, honey? I'll have a glass of gin. No, you know, a drink. And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. 
That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. funny because I never really do drink. I I think of it often. And every time Ernie comes home from work and he pours himself a glass of wine, uh-huh. you know, he'll go, honey, you want a glass of wine? I go, nah, not so much. Yeah. But, you know, it's because I'm on meds. Right. And I'm on meds that, you know, I'm on painkillers on a, you know, regular basis. And you know from your own experience, yes. you're not supposed to do drugs and drugs. Yeah. So I don't. Very often have a I drink. I don't drink, but I've been wanting a glass of wine lately. Last yeah. month. I'm, I'm, I'm not so much a wine liker. <laughs> That's badly said. I don't care for wine that much. Ernie likes wine. 
and that's good for him. So we have we subscribe to the wine of the month club, sort of. And not oh. real, not really. It's uh, through that winery down where our kids live, and and uh, they send us out every three or four months. They send us out um, three bottles of, and you can pick. You know, do you want to be uh, sent whites, reds, or a combination? Oh. And I think we picked mixed. Okay. You know. And so we never know what they're sending. Right. Know? And, well, actually, they send you an email and they tell you now what they're sending, but they didn't used to. Uh, and so it was always like a big surprise. Oh, we got some of that. Oh, we got some of that. You know. And they have, they have one wine that I especially like, and it's a, uh, a sparkling wine. Ooh. Um, kind of like pink. Pink champagne, sorta, kinda, okay. in in that of that genre. Uh huh. And Ernie calls it my soda pop because <laughs> I do sort of slug that down like soda pop. But other regular wine, I'm not that crazy about. So, but anyhow, I do like my gin. Yes, I do. But I, I again, I don't drink that much anymore. Right. Used to drink a lot when we were, you know, more sociable and we'd right. go out with other people and we'd go out to dinner and we'd have drinks and we had parties and we'd drink and all that kind of stuff. But we don't do that anymore, you know. Yeah. We don't know that many people we go out with and I'm on the meds and he's on meds and it's like, yeah, it's a whole yeah. other world when you get old. So no, we don't we don't get to do that. But we do at home, on occasion, we will have a drink. Right. You know, I I have I have a drink now and then. I just but you're over twenty one. You're allowed well, to. Well, no, I know. well, see, that was also a large part of it too. When I was when I was working before I retired, um, I did not go out because I always drive everywhere we go. Right. I have for for almost all of our lives together. I mm -hmm. have always driven wherever we go. It okay. just sort of turned out that way. Ernie doesn't care about driving, and I'm a control freak, so I I do the driving. <laughs> And uh, as a respiratory therapist, if I were to be cited for a DUI, you fucked up. I can lose my license to practice yeah. medicine permanently. Yes. Not to mention possibly my driver's license. Not to mention license. Not to mention possibly killing somebody in, in the process and, and all that other stuff. So I learned many, many years ago not to drink very often because most of the time You're I was driving. Driver I was the DD. Yep. However, if it was a situation where I knew that I was going to be tempted beyond my endurance, then Ernie became the DD. Right. You know, because he didn't really care that much, and I would care, you know, be like a party. I want to have some fun at the party tonight. This is, again, before I was on meds. Right. Before the knee surgery and the fibromyalgia set in and all that other horse shit that I take meds for. Um, so, yeah, I had, I would go to a party, and then Ernie would do the driving. And, or if we would go like out to dinner, uh -huh. and once in a blue moon, I'd have a larger margarita than uh -huh. normal, you know, and I, and he'd have just a beer. Right. You know, and then we'd eat. Right. So, you know, he, with one beer and a meal on him, he was okay to drive. And when you're sitting there with friends, it's with more me talking than and eating. Lots of margaritas, not so much. So then mm -hmm. he would be the DD and he would get us home safe and sound. But other than that, um, yeah, I don't anymore, don't do so much yeah. drinking. I don't want to 
be a statistic, and I certainly don't want to take anybody out um, because of my stupidity and no. and getting behind the wheel uh, inebriated or even slightly inebriated. You know, it doesn't take much. Like I said, I'm a cheap drunk. It doesn't take much for me to get to the point where I'm so relaxed that I'm not paying proper attention right. to anything. And if I'm so in a car driving, drink then... When you have yeah, one. exactly. So if I'm not if I'm not in a car driving, then I can have some fun. But if I'm if I'm going to be driving, no, I'll stay sober. Thanks. Yeah, and, and happy, it's not worth it. Happy to do so. And then there's the other thing too. There's the morning after. Yeah. You know, and, oh, Jesus, I hated headaches and stuff. And I'll tell you, I have spent more time on my knees next to the porcelain god than I care to imagine. Waking up with a room spinning. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's oh, I hated fun. that. Yeah. So I'm sort of glad in a way that I've kind of outgrown that uh, that part of my life. Dave I'm, and I got all of our drinking over system before we had kids, so. I'm very happy mm. with uh, with not not imbibing all that often. I know it probably sounds really boring to everybody that's listening. They're going, "Oh, for yeah. God's sakes, have a glass!" But <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just the way, just the way it is. So I don't. Uh, I don't think anybody else should not drink. No, but you I shouldn't drink and drive. And, I have big know, problems I don't with think that. Anybody should drink and drive. I don't care who you are. <laughs> I don't think anybody should drink and do anything mechanical. <laughs> no, because that's when you lose arms and legs and limbs. Uh, yeah, I don't. It's not. It's not like a, a religious objection or anything. I'm just, you know, I'm not able to drink that much anymore. That's yeah. all there is to it. Me neither. And I, God knows, I don't want to drink enough to fall down and break a hip or some shit. <laughs> that would suck. God. Damn, that'd be really irritating as hell. No. So, let's see. What else do we know the about anything? Is that is that all we had for last meals? Yeah, there was just... I told David things. that he should call this the Last Supper, this episode. Should call this the Last Supper. That's sort of... Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's wrong on a lot of levels, but that's okay. I'm over it. So... Let's see what did we talk about last time that I remembered thinking if we got stuck for a subject, um, we could go back to. Boy, these clippy things work Are really good. Very don't clippy. They? Oh, we talked about one of our most popular, uh, podcasts actually was the one where we talked about the habits of supremely happy people. Did we finish all that one? Well, yeah, we did. Um, sort of. We, we, we sort of glossed over, uh, what they do, the, their actions. There was like sort of more to it. We didn't, you know, we said that, uh, for example, the supremely happy people surround themselves with other happy people. Right. Well, we didn't elaborate on that like how do you how do you do that how do you surround yourself with happy people um if you're just an ordinary person with a limited social circle right you know i can see a lot of people sitting at home going well that's fine for you but you know i'm well, i don't I'm, have a social circle yeah i don't have a social circle either so how can i surround myself with with other happy people. Well, I have a suggestion. Uh, by listening 
two happy stuff on the television. Yeah. Or the radio. Or what other media? The computer. Right. Uh, and by happy stuff, <clears throat> what do I mean? Uh, watch comedy show. Watch something uplifting that makes you feel good. That, that sort of thing. Rather than, uh, totally depressing stuff. Right. Um, a lot of talk shows can be very uplifting and entertaining. Yes. Uh, like, just like a podcast. They can be entertaining or not. Uh, and then some of them can be not so entertaining. Some of them can be downright depressing. Yes. Personally, I like to watch Judge Judy. Oh, she's a riot. I, I think she's, for me, she's, her she's uplifting. Room. I like her for mm. so many reasons, not the least of which is that she will absolutely tell it like it is. Uh-huh. You know, and she doesn't take any shit off anybody. I was watching anybody. a show with her granddaughters. Grandma, how come you're so mean in your courtroom? <laughs> oh, really? Yes. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, well, she she is intolerant of a lot of things that I'm intolerant of to a degree. Right. And so I identify with her on that level. Um, it's really funny, though. She says she's, she gets a lot of poorly educated people in her courtroom. Unfortunately, yes. A lot. Uh, and a lot of them happen to be young. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not to say that all young people are poorly educated, but she does get a sh- her fair share of them. And it, it's amazing to me because sh- she'll get somebody in there that they'll say, uh, well, it it was taken from me. And she'll you can just see her start grinding her teeth and she'll say, there is no such word as <laughs> taken. You know, and it just, it cracks me up because Every time I hear that, I think, oh, my God, did they actually say that? Right. You know, one that I heard the other day was uh, this woman was, uh, she'd been fighting in her car, fist fighting with another woman. And uh, as a result of being distracted by the fist fight, she, and was driving at the same time, she ran into a car, not just a car, but it was a car in a parking lot that was a uh, security guard car. Oh, nice. With a security guard in it. Nice. Okay. Not to mention, I think, another security guard car. She hit like two or three cars. And so, you know, Judy's trying to find out what the hell is going on, you know, what, what happened, and you know how they, they... They want to, they want to tell their story the way they've practiced it at home, you know. Right. And they don't want to listen to her questions and answer them. They want to say what they want to say. Well, they already so have everything rehearsed. Yeah. So she's trying to get this woman to explain to her why it was that she did not think she was responsible for the accident because she had said it's not, it wasn't my fault. You know, now, she was driving. It is her fault. She was she, the driver. She was driving, okay. But in still, she said, well, it's not my fault. So Judge Judy's going, well, why not? So she says, well, the other woman altercated the fight. Well, there is no such word as altercated, at least not used in that sense right. of the word. An altercation yes. takes place. She may have instigated right. the fight, you know. So there's a there's a lot of ignorant responses right. comes out of. Uh, and this woman was uh, definitely old enough to have developed 
a little bit better grasp of a vocabulary than right. she had. She obviously had not educated herself. Uh, no, she in, hadn't educated. Yeah, there you go. Herself. Right. right. So I like, I like watching <laughs> Judy for that, uh, because she's, she is intolerant of, uh, deliberately ignorant right. people. You know, it's one thing to be ignorant. It's right. another thing to be deliberately ignorant. Right. And so, uh, whenever I see her correct somebody, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> my mom does the same thing. Give it to them because you know it's 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 kind of scary in a way because you begin to realize that when you talk with people, if you're not, if if they're not speaking the same English, <laughs> so to speak, that you are, just exactly how much communication actually goes on. Well, it depends on who they're talking to. Well, no, no, it doesn't. If 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 they don't, if they because don't if have the same meaning for words slang, that you do, right? Then then how? If you say a certain thing, they're not going to know what the fuck you're saying. No. And how how are you going to communicate with somebody like that? You, you know? can't. It's it, <clears throat> so anyway. I like I like watching Judge Judy. To me, she's uplifting. Right. Uh. I don't care so much for the more serious talk show hosts, mm-hmm. at least not when they have a serious subject going on, because it's, it, it brings it's you not, down. It is kind of, uh, in a way. On the other hand, <clears throat> sometimes they may have a guest who has had some severe adversity and overcome it, and then it becomes an uplifting right. kind of thing. So if you if you can if you have no social circle uh if you uh watch television or listen to the radio or podcasts or uh if you listen to things on your computer or you read your newspaper if you can find out ahead of time what you're getting yourself into is I it, wouldn't read our newspaper that's some scary shit <laughs> so, is it going to be something that is uh you know inspirational and uplifting then that's something that you would want to include in your time frame, possibly. This would sort of take the place of uh, having uh, a limited social circle. Now, let's also consider the possibility that even though we may not have an expansive social circle, doesn't mean that we can't rectify that situation. For example, there are lots, lots of organizations in your community that are doing good works, things that need to be done in your community, and they can almost always use volunteer help. Yes. So if somebody's sitting at home, able-bodied, but socially crippled, let's say, uh, by, I don't know, shyness or just simply the lack of contact, it's possible that you could... Uh, put yourself out there for somebody. Maybe volunteer at a local uh, school or mm-hmm. church or a uh, rescue mission sports or and thrift center. store or what? A sports and rec center. Or a sports and rec center. Somewhere that needs uh, somebody to help out mm-hmm. with one thing or another. And you get two things out of that. One, you get to to do something good, and, you, and that's good. And then two, you get to meet other people who are doing those things. 
And that's one of the things that was on the list, besides meeting or surrounding yourself with happy people, was the the supremely happy people devote some of their time to giving. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're uh, if you're out there doing a you know I don't know what volunteer you know some places you can't like a lot of hospitals and stuff they don't Not want volunteers anymore. anymore but uh, but there are other situations like uh, let's talk about a sniff a uh-huh. skilled nursing facility yes. is called a sniff for the letters of skilled nursing facility um, they are filled with very lonely. Sometimes elderly, yes. sometimes very ill people yes. who do not have come, people come and visit. No, because when I worked in the nursing home, I'd get my patients would say a lot, how come they threw me away? And I would take my lunch hour, or well, half an hour, and go spend it with certain individuals just to give them company and talk and yeah. for they didn't feel yeah. alone. Yeah. And that's something that, that they would enjoy. You could read to them. You could uh, sing to them or with them if they... Uh, and ask the nursing home or whatever, what time is your activity hour? Yeah. They always yeah. need help then. They have craft times a lot of times. Yes. And, and uh, so there's a lot, of, a lot of places like that still do accept volunteer assistance. Yes. And they're delighted to have that there. And again, you will... Uh, you, you'll run into other people too. doing the it's same satisfying. thing. It's very satisfying. Now, if it turns out that for you it's depressing because, because you do see a lot of sad cases where people are felt or do feel as though they've been, um, what did Neglected. you say? What did you say? Thrown away. Thrown away. Yeah. If, if, if they're, if that sort of thing upset you then for god's sake no don't go there and do but, that i mean you can get over it in conversations you. with you know you ask them about silly things you know what was your favorite childhood memories or and you kind of get them out to make them feel like you have a friend or they have a friend mm-hmm. and it might get them out of their gloom and doom mm-hmm. another thing you can do uh that i would personally find uplifting uh is you can babysit Especially older uh, ladies or men uh-huh. can can babysit. If you know people who have children, offer your services as a free babysitter to them. If you have patience, if you ha- <laughs> if you have the patience uh, to and the ability to uh, physically take care of a younger person, right? Uh, because it can be a lot of fun to yeah. have a little kid around now and then. And you can play grandma or grandpa with them. And so far as, uh, you know, you can play with them, take care of them. And then when mom and dad come home and they get cranky, you can send them home again. And you don't have to mess with them anymore. So that's My another way to so have My kids are so clingy. Yeah, you're, well, she is I'm a right called now. A, I'm a hover mom. She is a little clingy right now, but hopefully she'll get past that. She's a little so, clingy. She's a lot clingy. There's, there's a, there are a lot of ways that, that you can... Put yourself out into your community, um, and these are just a couple of suggestions. There, I'm sure a lot of you can think of other things that need to be done in your community that you can help with, and by doing that, you're doing a good thing, and you're meeting other people who are doing the same sort of thing, and and you'll then be surrounding yourself with other 
happy people. Yes. Hopefully. So just the fact that you don't have a social circle is no excuse. If you if you want to have a social circle, you're gonna have to go out and hunt for it. Yeah. It's not gonna come and find you. It's not gonna come door. knocking on your door and say well actually they are gonna come knocking on your door and ask you if you found uh one or another religious organization. No comment. And, and that's your privilege if you choose that you want to go that direction, too. But generally, happiness is not going to come knocking on your door. You're going to have to go out and work for yeah. it, just like anything else. Um, and and so that would be another Even way. Even finding an extra neighbor, maybe an elderly person next to you. When I lived in a different that's part of the town, I had an elderly woman... She was in her 80s, pushing yeah. 90s. She lived by herself. We called her the crazy cat lady because she had lots of cats. Yeah. But sometimes I'd see her, she was eating cookies. It's like, what have you eaten today? Oh, I had some cookies and a pickle. So <laughs> I'd make dinner cookies and I'd and make a, a plate for her. <laughs> yeah. And I'd send her over a well-balanced yeah. meal. And she just loved it. Holiday times, I'd good. send her over her cookies. And she loved my banana nut bread, you know. But yeah. I would send her over a plate of food. Yeah. So maybe she, she couldn't cook some, anymore. Getting I don't nutrition. Know, yeah. But she got fed dinner every night. Yeah. Regardless if she ate it or her cats ate it, I offered it. That reminds me of another organization, too. I just read in the paper the other day where three, I think it was three or four ladies in, in this vicinity uh, are volunteering their time and services to uh, make meals for meals on wheels well, because meals on wheels got shut down because they, of no budget right so because there are a lot of people in our uh particular locale that rely on meals on yes. wheels these ladies have come forward for and them. said yeah that, you know we'll cook the food and, right. and i don't know uh what the budget is or where they're getting the food they, i don't remember reading that part but but Anyhow, they had taken their picture, and they said, this is, you know, a cool thing. And so that's another kind of thing you can um, do. Also, and, but your neighbor thing that you mentioned is yeah. a really good idea. It made me feel good. Because I didn't well, know if she was just know. eating pickles and cookies. Yeah, you don't know. Um, also, I wish I had a better vehicle because there's a group on one of my Facebook pages that go down to the riverbed and feed the homeless. Ah, and I really see, I'd be scared that. to do that. I not, would be not with the group. There's a group of like oh, 50, well, 60 people that go down to help. That would be okay, yeah. But I'd if you're be, going down by yourself, uh-uh, I'm no, sorry. I'd be a little afraid. Hi, are yeah. you homeless? Are you hungry? No. But no, there's a whole group, and there's lots of men that go. Yeah, so you're safe. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, they go that, in the daylight. Again, that that's that's the whole idea, doing something for somebody else with people who do that. Mm-hmm. It's going to make you feel good. You can't you can't do something like that and not feel good about right. yourself, even if what you run into is a little depressing. Even but seeing at least people that you are know that person went to bed that night with something in their stomach. Well, and you did something to help. Yes, and that and that's a a good thing. Yes, I think. Uh, so that that would be another way to technically surround yourself with. You Even know. though it's a bad situation down, like, on our riverbed, there's a lot of homeless. Well, I think, you know, that's pretty universal. Even yeah. around the world, I think a lot of people have riverbeds with homeless in them. Yeah, but uh, it's just... Unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of countries right where now, everybody's homeless, With for that matter. The weather getting colder. Yeah. But some people choose to be homeless. Some people may. I don't know. Uh, yeah, my do... husband's cousin's friend... 
<laughs> I bought him my husband's cousin's friend a hamburger and bought his dog some water, and he was hanging out by the liquor store down here, and it was around the first of the month. I seen him sitting out there, and he's counting hundred dollar bill after hundred dollar bill. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I took my last ten bucks and bought him and some. bought you food, and you have more fucking money than me. That's why. Uh, and I'm like, wow. That's why when remember that when we were at the that store the other day, I won't mention the yes. name of it. And there was a kid sitting out in front of the store selling candy, candy bars. bars. Yes. Uh, and and I turned him down for two reasons. One, I turned him down because I don't buy candy because right. we got the diabetic issue. And two, uh, I don't like to support not him. Okay. But the guy who's in charge of him. There are there are people who who have herds of kids who are homeless themselves and they have no direction in life. And these guys get these kids together and they get them out selling stuff in the, oh. on the streets and the kids don't make the money. The guy makes the money. The kids, oh. they feed the kids, they give them somewhere to stay and that's a, and a little pocket money and that's it. But mostly they're working for that guy. And oh. I don't want to perpetuate so that. So they're pimping so out the kids, kind he's of. He's pimping okay. out the kids to sell candy. Yeah, because I give so that kid a dollar. That I don't approve. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, you give the kid a buck. He doesn't. He's not out of candy bar. No. He doesn't have to account for it. Right. That's, that's, yeah, because I wasn't going to. What was he selling for, like, four bucks? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know, but I'll give bucks, you a dollar. Yeah. So for that reason, I'm, I I hesitate. Okay. You know. Okay. On the other hand, if somebody comes up and, and, and wants change, it just sort of depends whether I'll fork over or not. Yeah. Kind of depends on whether I think they've been waiting for me to come by so they could ask me how really serious are they about if it. If I give money know, to every single know. person who comes up, you'd I'm broke. broke. Exactly. You'd I don't have no next, money. You'd be out there asking uh-huh. for money. So there's, there comes a limit um, of how much money you're yeah. going to you know, fork if over. If you come and say you're hungry, but, if I have the money, I'll go buy you a hamburger. But doing something for somebody... Like the ladies who cook for the Meals on Wheels, yes. or like you talked about, going next door to your neighbor yes. and saying, hi, how you doing? Mm-hmm. You want to sit and watch TV together? Uh-huh. And then finding out that maybe she Just eating pickles and cookies. <laughs> anything but pickles and cookies. Uh, those are lots of ways that you can expand your social circle yes. without um, a lot of effort. Right. On your part, and it can be very uplifting. You don't have to join a church or a club oh. or any other organization no. in order to to achieve something like that. Something and then you can become small. one of the supremely happy people yourself. Yes. And then you won't have to become a serial killer and decide what your last meal is going to be because you only have fifteen dollars and you're on no, Oklahoma you're in California. Or some shit. You get God. fifty bucks, Oklahoma. but I don't think it's really. Really that's worth it to bad. have 50 bucks, but whatever. That's why California's in debt, yeah? <laughs> All right, guys. Is that about it for yeah, us, time-wise? We, we're watching our time. We've had yeah. a little bit of time issues lately, and we've gotten our hands spanked for it. So we're going to we're gonna be good and, and stick to our timetable um, for the next few uh, podcasts, and then everything will be different after that. I'll explain it all later. So, anyhow, don't forget, email us. Um, tell us what you think about our show. You can reach us by on the website at jazomon.com slash jazomodcast. God, that's complicated. <laughs> anyhow, if you go there, there's a comment button, and you can click on that, and it takes you directly 
excuse me, directly to our email page, and then all you have to do is pick Don't Get Us Started. Tell us what episode you want to comment about. And if you can't remember, I just... Just email us anyways. Well, they can't. How can they email us? Well... We don't have an email address. But they can comment. They don't have to remember the exact episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant... Ah! I don't know. I, th- I don't know what I thought you meant. But it's okay. Yes. We'll Excuse have our days. Me. Never mind. <laughs> Anyhow, we will read the emails yes. on air, um, unless you request us not to. So we do hope you'll come back next week and yes, give us a listen. Please. And until then, I am Miss Sadie Burbank. And I am Lacey Montoya. And that's enough for tonight. So don't, don't get, get us started. started. Good night. Good night. Good day. Good day. Goodbye. Get us started!